Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Friday, January 12th. It's showtime, folks. Today's scripture reading is found in 1 John chapter 3, verses 14 through 18 from the First Nations Version, which reads, We know that we have crossed over from death to life because we love each other. The ones who do not love remain under the power of death. All who hate others have murder in their hearts. And you know that murderers do not have the life of the world to come that never fades away, remaining in them. The Chosen One laid down His life for us. This is how we know what love is. In the same way, we should lay down our lives for each other. If someone who has many possessions sees another in need and shows no pity, how can Creator's love remain in that person? My much-loved children, our love must not be empty words on our tongues, but deeds done in truth. This is God's Word. It's a striking notion that is often concealed in our translations. In the Hebrew Bible, love isn't something so much that you have or feel or show. Love is something you do. The same with kindness, grace, mercy, compassion, and justice. These are all things we do, not things that we have or feel. Do grace and truth with me is a repeated appeal in Biblical Hebrew, obscured by translations that render it, have compassion on me or be kind to me. No, it's do grace, do truth with me. The difference may seem subtle, but it's actually huge. We can think ourselves gracious or kind or merciful or compassionate or just or loving because we feel these things and feel them with really big feels, with faces flushed with indignation or streaked with tears as we doom-scroll through social media posts. But love doesn't become love, nor mercy, mercy, nor grace, grace, nor kindness, kindness, nor compassion, compassion, nor justice, justice, until it does, until it moves. As with the T-Rex in Jurassic Park, we can't see it if it doesn't move. How do we know He loves us? The old children's song says, because the Bible tells us so. But the Bible does more than verbally tell us over and over and over on God's behalf, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, like an unending praise chorus, like the ultimate holy hallmark card. And please note, gentle reader, it is good to verbalize our love to one another. Say the words, often. Just don't let that be the end of it. The Bible tells us so by narrating the story of how he became loved then and there and how he continues to become love here and now as we become love for one another and for all those spear makers running rampant in the world. Here and now, not in the sentiments we express, but in the actions we actually do, as faith expresses itself by love. 
So, as the biblical author affirms about faith, let us do likewise about love. In the same way, love by itself, if it is not accompanied by deeds, is dead. Ah, but someone will say, you have love, I have deeds. Show me your love without deeds, and I'll show you my love by what I do. Because people, as Roy Scheider said and all that jazz, it's showtime, folks. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how often do you verbalize love towards those closest to you? How often do you do love towards those most distant as well as to those most near? In which relationship are you being challenged to verbalize more? Where and with whom are you being summoned to stop verbalizing and to start doing? And just how would you get started? Lord, let me verbalize love sincerely and well to those who are near, but let me do love also sincerely and well more relentlessly, more practically, more unobtrusively, more selflessly, more serendipitously, more spontaneously, especially with the spear makers of this world. To your mercies.